When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, mom's here again. Here Jules here again. Hello. Um, we've got a uh, an abundance, an abundanza okay. of uh, uh, questions that just mom and they know you're here. They bombard you. Nice to know. Thanks, you're guys. I appreciate you all. You're missed. You really are. Thank you. Haven't done a dear Don in a while. It's no. been a minute. Mm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, guys, send them in. Maybe 2021 will be the year of Dear Don. Yeah, you know what? Maybe yeah. we keep it away from this whole thing. Remember, like we said, hey, for quarantine, we're going to do a show for every single day. That would have been, what a mess that would have been. You know what? <laughs> we all had good intentions of so many things. Yeah. And then this, this, you know, this thing just knocked us all for a loop. Anyway. But hooray for the good intentions. Yes. Yes. This is a big one. Um, This is probably the fastest we've ever turned around an email. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got this 10 minutes ago. Yeah. It must be important. I didn't know what this says. <laughs> so it's question. Hey, crew. Big fan of the pod. Ever since I was a kid, my mom and I have had a rough relationship. I grew up as a single child with just her and me until I was 11. She remarried and had a daughter when I was 12, then had my brother when I was 15. I was born in Mexico and came to the U.S. when I was four. I consider myself a whitewashed Mexican. Her two other kids are half Caucasian and half Mexican. I struggle with our relationship because I feel like no matter how hard I try to be a part of the family, attend functions and whatnot, I will never make my mom happy. My siblings, on the other hand, can do the bare minimum and and still be praised. There are so many incidents where I have stepped up and paid for hotels, food, threw our surprise 50th birthday party just for the sole purpose of being able to make family functions happen. This past August for my birthday, my family made the bare efforts to celebrate me. I got a candle from Bath and Body Works. That's it. I'm not asking for a new BMW, but a freaking cake would have been nice. This same month, both my siblings got a new Apple laptop, so I didn't think a cake would be too much to ask for. A few days after my birthday, I tried to communicate to my parents that I was a little disappointed in the lack of festivities. I don't feel loved or appreciated by my family. The outcome of the conversation was not pretty. I was told that I don't try enough and and am ungrateful, two of which are untrue. I have not spoken to my family since, and it has been very lonely and depressing, but I can't continue to keep trying to put in an effort to be part of a family that does not want me. Am I wrong for being stubborn and petty about this? I appreciate you for helping me get through these times. Heart you all rock. AP. All right, AP. I've seen this so many times. Uh, when there is a child that, you know, from, from divorce or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they... One or both parents remarry and they, and they have other children and they feel like the odd man out. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I don't know if that's coming from them. That's something that they have buried in them that feels like, oh, gee, I don't belong here. I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, or not. Um, in In the instances that I have seen I feel like it comes more from them Hmm. 
than the parent. Uh, I think it's just uh, insecurity of knowing, well, gee, they're the happy family and I don't belong here because I'm only a half mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, now, I could be way off with you, and but that's what I've seen. But there are also some instances where they are the odd man out because this person, whether the original relationship came from a place of hurt and it's just like, you know, well, now I found my perfect world. I found my family. I found my person. Now this is my really, you know, this is my, you know, white picket fence scenario. And you just happen to be part of my past. I've seen that too. So it's a really slippery slope. Um, I would like to know in the spirit of which the candle was given. Mm-hmm. It was it just left on the table in a bag. That's not a happy birthday. Well, she said she didn't get a cake. Okay. All right. I mean, no cake is Listen, you know me. I am a lunatic that when it's their birthday, anybody's birthday, I don't give a shit where it's done, you get some happy birthday too. <laughs> well, she's okay? saying, you know, they got laptops and she got a candle. Okay. Now look, I don't. I'm not a big fan of comparing the gifts. Right. Okay. Lapped up to candle. That's not what I'm saying. But do the whole we're here for you thing. Surround you. Correct. Here's happy birthday. Right. Blah 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 right. blah. So that's why I, why I'm wondering, in what spirit was the candle given? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how old is she? How old are the other kids? Um, um, do we know that? Yeah, we do. She is. Um, she she's at least. The closest one to her is 12 years younger. All right. And then 15 years younger. So she's got to be upper 20s, early 30s for uh, them to be getting laptops. Yeah. And she's got to be, she's got to be, I would think, you know, probably in her 30s. Right. Low 30, real, real, real upper 20s or low 30s. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. You, you know, you're on a different level of maturity and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um did they get laptops recently because they needed them for schoolwork and stuff like that? Was it more of a necessity gift than not? Right. Does she live in the home with them or not? Uh, we don't know these things. Um, beyond that, she sounds like she struggles with her relationship with her mother. Where is her father? What happened with that relationship? Mm-hmm. A lot of unanswered questions here. I feel like there is a lot of um, uh, internal issues with her just feeling like she belongs anywhere, mm-hmm. which can, of course, be magnified. Now, if if the candle was just, like I said, in a brown paper bag, and she, that's thoughtless. Right. But if it was wrapped beautifully, if there was a card, happy birthday, love you, mom, you know, love mom, all that kind of thing, mm-hmm. maybe at that moment in time, that's all the mother could get. Maybe the father bought the computers for the kids and not the mother. Mm-hmm. You don't know. These are unknown. Right. It certainly seems suspect. It certainly seems like she doesn't matter. But I don't know the facts, you know. Oh. Um, you know, did she expect a computer? I'm not quite sure. What? Like, She's... would a birthday cake just made her happy enough? I... If that was the case, then she should have got a birthday cake. I think she just kind of wants the acknowledgement here. And uh, yeah. look, she's gone. Look, she's gone through the ringer in this sense. I mean, she grew up with, you know, her basically as a, 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 a her mom's a single parent until Correct. she remarried. Did her mother always give her a birthday cake? Um, she didn't. You know, mom, we don't get background tests with these things. Uh, well, these, you know, these we, are we don't things. do background checks uh, on everybody that writes in. But look, she says she remarries when she's 11. Right. She's still a baby. Which means she had to meet somebody else and right. like, you know, all of that. She was born in Mexico and then comes to the U.S. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
She's in a new environment. Like, like that's a lot of things to adjust to. And then all of a sudden, I think it would be pretty easy to feel, especially like when these things are going down. You're 12, you're 15. These are like hyper impressionable times. I want to know what happened to her. At 11, she, she uh, came into this person's life. So she had a year before the first baby came and four years before the second. What were her pre-teens like? What were her teen years like? Well, uh, Did Was she acknowledged <clears throat> and accepted as part of the family then? Well, look, either way, it's not happening now. So I think it's probably pretty easy for her to feel like her mom just went in, came to the country, met somebody, started a new life that she seems more proud of than the one that she had and probably thinks like, there could be some psych. You could psychoanalyze this the other way that maybe the mother struggled during that time for whatever reason, and you know, m- meeting this guy brought her some form of happiness. And this is now like the two kids that she can provide for a little bit differently, and maybe she's very sad about not being well, able to do back, that for yeah, her daughter. Perhaps, but that's you know, my point, we and that doesn't make her a bad person. No, but like that might, in, in for a variety of different reasons. I think as the kid mess with you. Of course. So not getting a cake to me, if you got her a laptop and didn't get her a cake would that and then sing and all that, it would have been just as jarring. You know what I mean? Because you would say, like, look, I want what these kids seem to have. That. I'm getting that she would prefer the laptop. Yeah. I think she would want the laptop. I mean, who would want look, the laptop? Look, she's, she's saying right here, she's like, there's so many instances instances where I've stepped up and paid for hotels, food, throw through her fiftieth surprise birthday party mm. for the sole purpose of being able to make family functions happen. She says I will never I uh, I struggle with our relationship because I feel like no matter how hard I try to be a part of the family, attend functions and whatnot, I won't make my mom happy. My siblings on the other hand can do the bare minimum and be praised. Well the mother when she had her was a struggling single mom. Mm-hmm. Now she is in a committed relationship with two other children. Like I said, now she's got the white picket fence. So does looking at this child represent to her uh, a point in time that she doesn't want to remember? Not sure. But, you know, it's still your child, and I'm sure she gives her plenty of reasons to be proud of, and I'm sure she's loved by her mother. But her mother may have some underlying issues of those times. For whatever reason, the marriage broke up. If there was a marriage, Mm -hmm. I want to know where this kid's father was. What's the story? You know, that plays an important role. So, you know, listen, you know, does the mother, is this the first year she just got a candle and like, see you later, bye? No, it doesn't seem like it at all. Right? It seems like it's been happening, but here's the thing, okay? She tried to communicate that she was disappointed with the lack, we got to get to the, like, get into the question, right? Mm -hmm. She was disappointed in the lack of festivities, not the lack of gifts, the lack of festivities, right? Mm -hmm. She doesn't feel loved or appreciated, and the outcome wasn't pretty. She was told that she doesn't try enough and she's ungrateful. And she immediately says two of which are untrue. She's not like rattling this around in her head to see like, oh, maybe they have a point. She's like, no, that's just straight up not true. Um, And then she says basically she hasn't talked to them since. It's lonely and depressing. Can't continue to keep trying to be putting in an effort into a family that doesn't want me. Am I wrong for being stubborn and petty about this? I think she should stop comparing herself to her younger siblings. Okay, I think she should work on the relationship with her mother um, and sort out feelings that they both may have that are, you know, um, lingering from their past. I think she should look at things differently rather than why didn't you celebrate me enough? Mm-hmm. 
uh, you're not a child. You're an adult. Mm. Things are different. When's the last time you guys got a birthday present? I I mean, I, for me, I got it. It's probably been 10, 15 years. Somewhere we now. don't do birthday presents, but right? The thing we go is, out to dinner. It's not, there's no great fan, but well, you do look, have a cake. There are, I insist on them all having a cake, people, but they haven't gotten birthday presents in People years. feel yeah. appreciated in different ways, right, or they, they acknowledge that they're appreciated in different ways. But I think with this, you're clearly, at least the way you see it in the email, right? You're clearly being put on an island or don't, like they're not necessarily acknowledging as uh, acknowledging what you do as being quote unquote enough, right? Whether that's true or not, you know, it's really only for you to decide. But that doesn't seem to me like the, the type of position that your parents have that are going to make them call you first. So if you're saying you're lonely and you're depressed and all this other stuff, the only thing you can do is reach out and try and fix that. And there's only really one way to look at this. Either, and we've kind of crossed this bridge before, you are either doing everything that you can do genuinely you know you can't do more and you know no matter what these people do not appreciate it and they're never gonna appreciate it in which case you're not too stubborn and you well, can just cut it this. off let me ask you this here we are i open my gift it's a candle maybe i'm a, your brother christopher loves a good candle right loves candles i try to buy him candles at christmas time whatever because i know he enjoys them for all i know she's a wonderful she loves candles i don't know all right maybe she doesn't i don't know Picture the scenario. You open the gift and you go, all right, now I guess their part, their birthdays came after whatever. And you're 30-something years old and you call your mother and say, well, I got a candle and they got lopped after the birthday cake and I didn't even get a birthday cake. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. You're 30-something years old. Okay? All right, well, let me ask you this. Let me, but sure. I, 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 I think if making a cake, listen, I cannot breathe and I'm stupid like this if I don't see you on your birthday I will make sure that Chelsea and I'm she always will of course because she's good to you or Christopher or Cassandra she's good to him make sure that they get sung happy birthday too mm-hmm. but if I'm not with them on that day but it's always the Sunday before or the Sunday after you you know you know we have a party for them at my house, meaning Sunday dinner and there's a cake there. Mm-hmm. So if I am not able to be with you on your birthday to celebrate it the week of with a cake, they haven't gotten gifts in years, like I said, birthday gifts. But I want to know how the message was relayed. Right. Okay. We need to know more about the relationship. We don't know that the father didn't buy them the laptops and the mother I mean, look, even if they did, uh, she's not making this about the presence. So, I like, feel like it is a little it, bit. No, but here's the thing. She's saying, she's, Jules, like, she's not asking for a... Jules uh, agrees with me. She's saying that she she says it in the email. She's not asking for a BMW. She, now, look, she's probably using the, she's using the presence to show the difference of... She's basically trying to tie it to how much they care about it. I, it's, okay, you're you know, spending 50 bucks on me. You're spending 1500 on somebody else. That's like, that's a problem. Now, look. I don't love that, but she's saying that she, when she sat him down and she said she was disappointed in the lack of festivities, right? Um, and she just wanted to feel loved and she doesn't feel loved or appreciated by her family. I think if you took out that festivities line. The festivities is bothering me. I'm disappointed in the lack of festivities. Did they acknowledge your birthday? Happy birthday. I love you. Here's a candle. Yeah, but her saying that she doesn't feel 
Um, because of the laptops. I'm thinking it's a laptop thing. She's saying it, if she doesn't feel appreciated, that to me, though, if she said nothing about, hey, I don't feel loved or appreciated by my family. If I said that, okay, as insane as that might be to your ears, I think your job is, as the parent in that situation is to be like, well, I don't want my kid to feel like that. Well, why right. do you feel that way? I'm right. sorry you yeah. feel like, what makes you feel that way? So is it because... Here's the thing. Her birthday was acknowledged, mm-hmm. but it wasn't acknowledged to the extent that she would want it to be. Right. But I, I'm getting that the mother, her relationship with her mother is the issue, too. And I, I would just have I would sit down with your mom, just the two of you. Don't get the the, the right the, um, step. And don't involved. mention the laptops. Got yeah. nothing to do with the laptops. No, nothing to do with them. And just say how you feel that you feel your relationship has, you know, grown apart a little bit but you want her to be in your life and you want to be a part of of her life right um so i would just have a sit down with her i would not it's sad that makes me sad that well she feels listen like i said I've, I've seen that enough that i think it's almost something that subliminally they can't help but feel that they don't belong to this new family mm-hmm. and i think that at times the parent you know the original the parent that the that the uh, biological parent should make efforts to really include them right. into that family, right. um, and maybe this woman isn't doing that. So yeah. maybe this is a wake up call for her to say, "Listen, but you know we don't have all the the intricacies of this relationship. Mm-hmm. We don't know where the dad is. We don't know what happened. We don't know what damage was done because of that. Yeah. Um, we don't know." You know, if the mother said, well, gee, it's the kids' birthdays, and the father said, well, I'm getting them laptops. And she was like, I don't want to get them. He said, well, too bad I'm getting You don't know that the father bought the laptops yeah. and the mother had nothing to do with it. You don't know that. Right. So you would say, I mean, she's, she said she hasn't talked to them since. Is she being stubborn by not reaching out? Well, that's only hurting yourself. You're only hurting yourself more. Mm-hmm. So if you are lonely, if you are sad, if this is weighing on your mind, why, in the name of God, wouldn't you reach out to your mother and say, Mom, can we go to lunch and can we talk? Right. And can I tell you how I feel? And it's not about the laptop. I want to feel like I'm part of this family. They are my half-sibling, okay? Yada, yada, yada. Uh, you, I want to feel like I belong as a, a whole person in this family. And how can we work towards that? Mm-hmm. And that is where my hurt is coming from. It's not about the laptop. It's not about the lack of festivities. So maybe you should change the delivery of your message. Right. Good point. Yeah, the delivery, that that is so true. And speak from the heart. Correct. Hmm. <laughs> the Donna's spoken. No, I just, you know, I, I, went, I ran up just now. We, we threw it out in the, on, the, uh, on the gram mm-hmm. um, that you were here. We've got a ton, of, a ton of questions. I'll rapid fire you on some. Go. If you got some, if you got some time. I got nothing but what time. Do you, what do you got over there? You all right? Everything okay? Everything's all right. A friend of mine is in the hospital with um, pneumonia right now. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. So I'm just getting updates. She'll be fine. God bless. A um, lot of things here. Yeah. Lots. I'm looking at them right now. Um, somebody asked, uh, people asked if you knew about the shower head yet, um, which it's in the episode that I, I suppose we just recorded. So <laughs> um, can't get on you guys for that too early. Um, somebody said randomly, what do you do if you're not in the mood to record the pod, but you got to get it up? We drink and we record. 
<laughs> Double espresso. We, we plow <laughs> through. We plow through. That's what we do. We do it for the community. Mm-hmm. Um, worst, your worst Christmas gift ever, or what could be the worst gift that you have ever received? My worst Christmas gift. Now ever. I can tell you this. In my teen years, we would we would wake up every year Christmas, go open gifts. And then we leave mom and dad to open gifts forever. Um, at a certain age, I come to realize that the boxes stacked up for my mother's gifts, which were never really wrapped. Mom's mm-hmm. gifts very rarely wrapped. They're in the boxes. Like they're, they're gift wrapped from the store. Well, Lo- okay. they're gift wrapped from the store. And anything that had to be wrapped was Lauren's job to wrap. But Lauren doesn't live here anymore. So he just puts them in the bag. And puts them- <laughs> or if he could get a hold of Lauren, he'll do it. Or he'll have one of his secretaries wrap. But sometimes it's just the bag with the stuff in it. But yeah. usually they're gift wrapped from the store. Yes. So <laughs> at a certain age, I did realize, um, you know, you were getting like like lingerie and shit from our father. Mm. There are a lot of, <laughs> a lot of these things. Where- I have not bought underwear for myself in... 40 years that's really that that really (laughs) like that was one of the um worst gifts personally recognizing that fact is being like wait a second (laughs) i'm watching my mother get basically just just boxes and boxes of nightwear i guess you would say kindly (laughs) um that that was not that was unpleasant but what was uh what's uh what what have you received that you didn't like um worst gift i ever got um, oh my God, he's a pretty good gift giver. I gotta tell you. I guess one year I got a fur coat that didn't match me at all, and I'm like, no, no, can't do this. <laughs> I think that was it. Like, yeah, it was just like, it was too, you know, it just wasn't me at all. Mm-hmm. And that was about uh, 15 years ago, I'd say. But he's a really, daddy's a like, He's known like other, you know, people say to me, you hit the jackpot. Like he he's big on the gift. giving. He is a great gift giver. He's very thoughtful. And he's uh, I can't I can't. uh, Yeah, he's a thoughtful guy. (laughs) He is a thoughtful guy. Uh, Somebody asked, who's your favorite Berkeley employee? Urbano. I love Urbano. He's my he's my brother. Urbano's great. Uh, somebody asked when will Christine and Candace be on the show again ask for a friend that was Christine that wrote that in yes. and uh, you guys have been turned on the show for about three weeks we're now. sitting here yep. now folks where are you Christine's working uh, do, do you have do you have a worst Christmas gift you've ever gotten Jules I've never received a, a bad Christmas gift I've received gifts where you just know it was a re-gift mm. you know and you kind of just gotta you have a feeling but it's fine it's uh, I do, we have on tape, when I was little, opening up a gift on Christmas morning. I was like seven. I'm like, I already have this. <laughs> and my mom's like, oh, well, Santa must have forgot. Like, <laughs> We have, this is going to be a big year. Somebody asked me what I got Marky for Christmas. Um, well, I'm still, he got a balloon igloo. I got an igloo made of balloons. Made of balloons that, really? yeah. <sighs> I swear. It's a, how about, it's a giant igloo it's that's igloo. coming to my house. Yeah. Christmas Eve morning? Or Christmas tomorrow Eve. morning. I, I just hit them up and I said, because Lauren gets these balloons from this company all the time. I'm like, hey, can they make an igloo? Because Mark is always, I'm going to make a fort. I'll be build a fort, build a fort, build a fort. <laughs> so I'm like, dude, I want to get ahead of it this year. So one of your gifts is this giant igloo made of balloons. And they go, how big? I said, a human being needs to 
fit inside. They go, what do you mean? I go, no, no, like a full-sized human being needs to be able to fit in there. I'm going to put her gifts in the igloo. So now the side room off my great room where my mother's supposed to be is going to be filled with a balloon igloo, and he wants to put all Marky's presents in there so she could go in and open her gifts in the igloo. She's going to love that. She's going to be, I mean, I don't think she's, she's, she, there is a video that came out. Um, well, I don't know necessarily that it came out, but she's big into the elf on the shelf. Okay. So I guess one of my cousins were, were down there and um, had like she she had her Play-Doh, something kind of got screwed up with her Play-Doh. Like mm-hmm. they, they put in one big giant ball and screwed the colors up. She's very meticulous about her colors. She likes to keep her colors separate. Um, <laughs> so Lauren went and got Play-Doh and said it was from the elf. And when she sees it, she freaks out. And Lauren goes, you must have been so good this year for the elf to do that. Marky freaks out like she got nominated for yes. an Oscar. Oh. Yes. She says, oh, my God, I'm on the good list. I'm on the good And, like, she's got her little hands on her chest, and she's, like, got her knees bent. She's going, guys, I'm on the good list. I must be on the good list. And I'm like, if that's not the most precious thing I've ever seen. It, so. it really, it's to, a, it, it's to a, a point where it's, like, you want to explode watching this. I'm, like, I'm trying to even just find it. Um you got to go to the family group chat. I am. I know. Yeah. I'm in there. I don't know why it's not just in the little attachment thing. But. This oh, elf on a shelf thing, it's funny you bring this up because Candace actually texted me personally like a few weeks ago and was like, I need to talk about this elf on the shelf on the podcast. She's like, people are going yeah. all out on it? this elf arrival thing. El- well, th- th- it's becoming a pretty big, big deal. Um well, so. now here's the thing. I have the elf, I and mean, I've had it for many years because of my nieces and nephews and everything. Uh-huh. Now, Marky's of age that she knows what the elf is. So she comes over often. She does not live with me, for those that ask. Mm-hmm. I watch her a lot. Um, and now here I am again. Instead of having once a week to worry about moving the elf on Sundays, it's mm-hmm. like every freaking day, Got just me. in case she shows up, i got to move this damn elf. And like <laughs> This is Marky's uh, reaction from with the elf. Oh, you must have been a really good girl for Corny to do that. I'm so excited. She named her elf Corny Ann. Don't ask me why. And my elf in my house is named Tricky Sam. Tricky Sam. I I don't understand it. But I got that. She's really, it's downright magical. Yes. And I was like, you know, at at this point, it's it's very, um, it's a fun thing. Because I think this year, like, you know, we'll we'll just kind of. You know, we're making she's so appreciative again, so. of the littlest things, and that's like Play-Doh. She just couldn't believe it. And I just got her, I got a, a, a dollhouse, and I also just got her the Barbies to go with it. And she asked for a unicorn. Mm-hmm. So Lauren saw this giant stuffed unicorn, and she says, my, I got her all. I said, I'll, pick, I'll get the unicorn. It's about two feet tall. Mm-hmm. So the other day I was talking to her, I said, Marky, do you think Santa will bring you a unicorn? She goes, I don't know, Dee Dee, but I'm three. And I love unicorns. And I said, okay, well, what if he got you a giant uniform? She goes, Dee Dee, I said I was three. It has to be a small unicorn. I'm like, damn, what am I going to do with this two-foot-high unicorn now? 
So I have to go out and find her a small unicorn that she could hold. But all she asked for me uh, for Christmas, I asked her what she wanted, and she yeah. said she wanted a teddy bear. That's the only thing she asked for. I asked her, what do you want? I go, Mark, you went out for Christmas? She goes, a big house and a pool. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Lauren's like, well. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so it's uh, it, it, it's going to be a fun one. I don't know um, how I necessarily, somebody asked, how would I react if Marky didn't like what I got her for Christmas. Um, I don't know. And I'm not trying to find out. She could have a lot of attitude. Um, Sometimes no, it's, there's, it's hysterical and they don't like what you want because they take such a fit and it's like really funny. Mm-hmm. I don't recall ever you guys being so upset over a gift when you were little. Um, you know, and Marky also doesn't do well with the abundance of gifts. It kind of... Um, kind of sets her back a little. She doesn't know what to do with it. Mm. Like she gets shy. She gets overwhelmed. Mm. So I don't wrap her gifts. I display them like they're in a store. Uh-huh. And so when she'll walk into the house Christmas morning, everything will be on display. But now we've got the, the, the uh, igloo. And there will be also uh, gifts in the igloo, I, I would imagine. Boom. Oh well, we're going to cut this off because i got to go buy stuff for people. Um, I'm still quite behind. Guys, love you all. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you later.